This is On The Left Side, the funny football show. As I'm sure you know, twice a week we put together a load of funny football stuff to make you laugh. And we ask nothing in return. Until now. If you like listening to the show as much as we like making it, then please take a second to cast a vote for us in the Football Blogging Awards for Best Podcast. You can do that either by heading to the website footballbloggingawards.co.uk or via our Twitter account at On The Left Side where you will find a helpful link pinned to the top of the Twitter account. Click that link, send the tweet that it generates, and that counts as a vote for us. Dead simple, takes you a second, and we'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Love you. Bye. We're devastated. Uh, we was uh, strolling, and then obviously they, they nicked a goal, and then it seemed to spiral out of control. For The end result was, was what you're seeing. We ended up losing the game. Hello, good day and welcome to the show. I'm Jim and this is the best place to fill your ears twice a week with a healthy dose of football funny. All about the beautiful sport of footy ball. Let's go. I think it would be fair to say that this hasn't been the best week for Manchester City. Pep Guardiola's hopes of a treble, having already been downgraded from a quadruple, was suddenly looking like a double. Maybe. It's a fall from grace the likes of which has not been seen since Alan Pardew announced himself as the saviour of West Brom and booked a squad trip to Barcelona. Suddenly, progress in the Champions League looks much less likely, as Liverpool proved that actually they're alright at football a bit and put three past a surprisingly lacklustre City. As good as Liverpool were that night, there was definitely something wrong with the City team. With Jesus looking particularly poor, but that's no real surprise. He'd been pretty busy over the Easter weekend. Some fans, however, were keen to point fingers at a pre-match incident that proved what we've known all this time. Football fans hate buses more than anyone. Well, football fans and Conor McGregor anyway. Take off! Liverpool fans lined the streets to welcome Pep Guardiola's team to the city of Liverpool with bottles, flares and bricks all being lobbed in the direction of the team coach. It was a scene pretty similar to the one we saw last year when Manchester United turned up to play the final ever game at Upton Park. I say it was similar, there were some pretty big differences as well. The major difference being the reaction from inside the coach. You may remember that this was how the United team reacted to the fracas in East London. Well, the behaviour of the Man City team was a little, well, calmer. Pretty chilled out, right? Although I don't think that fella's going to be getting a job at the Liverpool Tourist Board anytime soon. Although this was the bit that really caught my attention. We need a kitchen. Okay. <laughs> oh, seriously, we need to get all the food across, Dave, as well. Yeah, yeah. You make sure we get the same kitchen, then. A kitchen. A coach with a kitchen. That coach never had a kitchen. That fella is just trying it on with the insurance company. Yeah, John, tell them the windows have gone, and, and the kitchen, uh, yeah, we need a kitchen, and uh, yeah, the laptop's gone, and uh, the PS4's gone, and the Mona Lisa, and uh, we had a priceless collection of Fabergé eggs. Yeah, tell them that, John. 
Liverpool have apologised for the damage that they did to the coach, but they're yet to apologise for the damage they did on the pitch. I don't think that anyone would accept that incident as a genuine excuse for the team's performance. It was just an embarrassing day at the office for Manchester City, and it was about to get even more embarrassing. Unfortunately for the club, they had chosen that day to unveil their brand new commercial partnership with Tinder, the dating app. I say the timing was unfortunate. Actually, the piss-poor attacking display from the Blues did give everyone the chance to make exactly the same joke on Twitter. Whoa, Tinder, when it certainly looks like City needed help scoring tonight. There were rumours a few months ago that Tinder were going to get into bed with Manchester United. But after that relationship broke down, Tinder struck true to their brand values and apparently hopped straight into bed with the nearest option that showed an interest. In fact, it's more the kind of deal you would expect from the red half of the city rather than the blue, a club who already have noodle partners and official paint partners. Clearly, now they're lagging behind their noisy neighbours because do they have an official fuck buddy partner? No, they do not. City's official line on the partnership was... Tinder is a huge global platform which, just like football, is bringing millions of people together every day all around the world. Yeah, which is true, but unlike Tinder, a liaison with football isn't likely to end up in a visit to your local VD clinic. Oh no! And as if to demonstrate what the app can actually do for you, within days of revealing they were using Tinder, City got screwed by men in both Liverpool and Manchester. The Manchester derby was set to be the crowning glory on a triumphant season. An opportunity to rub the red noses in the Blues' success and be crowned champions against City's fiercest rivals. But it didn't quite go that way. Although pretty much everyone thought it was a done deal at half-time, United shocked everyone else by coming back and putting City's champers on ice for another week. But, obviously, far more important than the result... All the bragging rights was the ego of Jose Mourinho post-match. We are not as bad as people think we are. I'm not such a bad manager as some people think I am. The players are not so bad as people think they are. Has that irked you then? Has that pricked you, that accusation that you're not a good team and you're not a good manager? No, it's not response. No, that accusation hasn't affected you at all, has it, Jose? I mean, if it had then you'd probably make exactly the same point in all your post-match interviews, wouldn't you? The players are a bit better than what some people say. The manager is a little bit better than what some people say. We deserve a little bit more respect than people give. Ah, you did. But still, not bothered you at all, has it? Not one bit. So, all in all, not the best week in a fantastic season for City fans. But at least everyone is taking the Tinder deal dead seriously. I mean, even the BBC's line of questioning with Jose got a bit sleazy after the match. Can you give us a window into your dressing room at half-time? Pervert. Thank you and goodbye. We're done for another... We're done? We're done for another few days. Back on Thursday with the next show. Thursday morning, make sure you've subscribed. Also, please remember to give us a vote in the Football Blogging Awards. You can find that link pinned to our Twitter account at on the left side. I'll tell you what, I'll wait while you do it. You done it? No? All right, a bit longer. Cool, thank you. See you soon. Bye-bye.
On the Left Side was written and produced by Jim Salverson and Ant McGinley with additional production by Sean Alsop for Abrupt Audio. Audio.